Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain Look at how pro punters operate. This show is presented by Top Sport and brought to you by Punning Form. I'm your host, Nico, for today. Scoots out. He's on holiday. Usual crew assembled. DK. Is he? What's, on... a, what's a holiday? We're locked down down here. Oh, mate. Yes, lucky bloke get away holidays this time of year. Not even school holidays. He's got the kids and everything. So I don't know what he's what's going on there. But uh, might be a freshen up over the weekend by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, it could be. You know, no, Nico, here we are. Yeah, about to hit winter, but um, weather's been good down. We've been un- unseasonably mild. It's been um, been very pleasant actually. This, this morning was maybe a turn. It yeah, was a bit of pouring bit of, rain of, yeah. and freezing when I left. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, no, we're, we're uh, poly 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 synthetics are up and going. So it's going to be that time of the year. But Swan Hills coming up when next. Two weeks' time or something, 10 days. Yeah, it's all happening. So looking forward to that. Swan Hill into Ascot, I think. Royal Ascot. That's coming up as well. I'll see so those it's... horses are trialling all before they jump on the plane, I think, Friday morning, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, Home Affairs and Nature Trip, I think, trialling maybe Friday. Artorius as well, I think. And Artorius. Yeah. So they're all heading over. I think uh, I think Home Affairs maybe in the Diamond Jubilee, Nature Trip in the King Stand. I don't know where Artorius is running, but something to look forward to over the next few days. Johnny Walters up in Sydney. He's going to join us as well. Sydney. Uh, he's moved, well, moved. Well, he's up in the Gold Coast. He's a Sydney man. <laughs> well, Sydney. He's up there in the Gold Sydney. Coast. No, no, no. no. Close no don't mention... What about Nico interrupting DK then when he was on positive spin? Happy weather. Everything's fine. Yeah, he, yeah. Got, well, not all right. You've got, to, you've got to let him run. When he's positive, you've got to let him run. You don't know that the hour I had at home just pumping myself so get in there, be positive, be positive. Just please, no downers. Come stay up even though I can't get back a win 150 to 1 chances. Even beat me on Sunday. 150s. 150s, 350 into evens, and then there goes 150s. Can't get past it. I'm like anyway, there you go. Waltz, as soon as Waltz speaks, I, I, I turn turn into the the old DK. Anyway. I think I could just sit here and you boys could take over the show from here, <laughs> mate. I'm positive about one thing. We were left out of the Hamilton Island trip. Like I didn't even know about it until last night. I don't know if anyone else did. He's just snuck away very quietly. Uh-huh. Ah, has he gone on Tristan's boat or something, has he? They, they caught the boat out or something on Tim, maybe. That might be what it is. There's a rumour we should start. I think that's where we'll start from there and we'll we'll amp it up. Anyway, what about you, Nico? Did you do sale yesterday? Yeah, you, 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 sale was... Uh, leaderish, was it? Leaderish. Very leaderish yesterday at sale. Uh, backed a few winners. I already tilted Walt early, so I'm going well. I've got you both offside. <laughs> a bit early. Yeah, that's your game. Backed yeah. winning Revolution. Apparently, Walt had the other one going for a stack, so uh, sorry there, Walt. But that was race one, yeah. yeah race one, two. and then uh, back Paddy Payne's horse at one later in the day and also back. So, oh, that uh, bong, bong, bold hoy hoy, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, bold hoy hoy. Well, that, was, that was a blanket finish. You got that was a good win. Target there. It, so, went, it went good at Bendigo when it won that maiden. Mm, uh, I'd, I'd probably be forgiving anything at sale that was probably off the fence. It was, seemed like a day you just uh, wanted to be up there and on the rail. sort of on the rail or leading. But, can be uh, like that, cutting the corner and that at times, even though you think it's a big flat deck and they can run on. Yeah, that, that's like that's usually the angle with sale, isn't it? You think, oh, a big flat track, that you're going to find some back markers, but out of the shoot, it's like impossible to make ground. Yeah. And then even the staying races, when they were going quick out front, like they were just impossible Couldn't to Couldn't even so reel them in, yeah. I'd be uh, forgiving of a few horses back in the field. Looking forward to this weekend, though. We've got a massive Super Saturday at Eagle Farm with, I think, three group ones. Um, so yeah. that looks like it's going to be an absolute ripper. Tommy Henjack's going to join us later in the show. They have a dry track up there, are they? Okay. Um, not sure. It's going to be 20 degree, 25 degrees or something. I'll tell me in for that. Anyway, we'll get around to the Tommy. up until yesterday. I, I don't know what the forecast is, but uh, and that track does only probably need a couple of days, but I'd be very surprised if it was dry. Like, it's just insane how much rain we've had up here. It's been a who's who of racing up there on the, the Gold Coast the last week with the uh, the Magic Million sales, away game, four old million. Mis- old Mr. Zhang just, 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 well. just throwing it around like confetti. You're like Mr. Zhang. What was he? How many did he buy? Four million for knackers and... Three million for crackers, and anyway, it'd be good opening a million. Ruby Saki, a million dollars. Ruby Saki, a million dollars. <laughs> like, if anyone can't see, there's a massive issue at this top, this this side of the industry. Holy heck, a million dollars. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's going gangbusters, the brooding caper. Anyway. Mm. I heard uh, Mr. Zhang's really going to get involved in the broodmares over the next few years and oh, that's... really get involved in the breeding industry. Yeah, well, obviously, they made, made a point there, haven't they? Obviously, he's got his team here and um, who's in that? There's Luke Wilkinson and a few in there. I think so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, if they make a decision, so he's obviously going back, he's backing them in to do it. And if they've got to pay overs, pay overs. So. Or perceived overs anyway. We were going to talk about uh, South Australia last week with the Goodwood, but I've, I've talked to you before the show. No, you well, ask me, ask race. me. <laughs> What do you think of the Goodwood win, Because I'd said who won it. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't honestly see it. But. You didn't miss much. Uh, no, Lombardo went straight to the front, okay. and that was about it's like it. snap dance a couple of weeks ago. They've yeah. gone mad leaders over there, the twelve hundred or something. It's anyway. I know Mick Price was dominating over there, and um, and uh, he's one. Of, he's one of. The, he's fan. He's one guy. Like I, I, I'm normally have the whole thing on mute most of the time. Just don't listen to the trainers. He's one bloke. I take it off mute and listen to. Yeah. He's fantastic to listen to, Mick Price. Even with his sort of. Um, uh, opinions only prep with I'm Thunderstruck, sort of going to the all summer. I said he was underdone, and he was until sort of grand final day there. Yeah, and when what's that thing? When 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 we went eight and one first up, and he sort of said, "Oh, I don't know, don't know." Yeah, might get away with it, but it's six to four, and it's going to be it's not fully wound up, and it and got the box seat, got the beautiful run through, and didn't win impressively at one. But he, everyone said, "Oh, he's telling boobers. He wasn't telling boobers. He's telling the truth," you know. So, uh, yeah, no, no, I've been priced. Did you manage to uh, tune into any South Australian racing on the weekend, Walt? I, I, I did, just to confirm that it was the worst Goodwood I've ever seen. And just looking at it, like, he just, it didn't even go quick. He's just, let, and then he's come home slow, like, and he's led all the way. What, what a low. All playing low, jockeys low behind low it, really. They're all just playing jockeys, jockeying mm. for positions, and the leader gets away. Yeah, Behemoth didn't have a lot of luck. Same with the Inferno, sort of. Had to edge off heels at stages in the race, and he was just off and gone. Things in the market get twenty links. Some of them failed terribly. I mean, the, the stallion thing. Extreme I know. I read, I read about it. Yeah, it's going. It's off. Straight to start. Straight to start off at eleven point two five link to beat in the worst Group One in history. <laughs> anyway, hashtag there we breeding. Go. There we go. A race we did all tune into, which yes. I think we have to mention, was Sunday Britannicus. The mighty Britannicus. That was that was good. That was good. That was a good barrier trial. Yep. But beautiful. Watch. No, I tell you what, that's that's a good spectacle. Those jumps at Sandown. I don't know, they've changed the camera angles or something, haven't they? I put some new cameras in and microphones and um, showed the undulations of the course and everything. It looked looked terrific. It's always been a good jumps track, especially when they go up the back there, um, sort of right near the uh, the car racetrack is where they sort of end up mm. out the back. And even watching Sorter Boy, that was a big win. Um, I know Walt definitely tuned into Britannicus's win, but, uh, but where, where, do this, where do the jumps go if they sell just, sound? Just on the boys owning Britannicus, what a great horse to own. Like, seriously, True. a front-running jumper like him, who's a trier, I mean, and he's, they, they, they just get better as they get more seasoned. They're going to have so much fun with him over the next, you know, who knows how long, a couple of years at least anyway, you know. He's going to be turning up at the bull for him. They're all going to get in there, get drunk and cheer him on, and then he can go into all these big races and the prize money and everything. So what a great horse to, to own for the boys, to Scoot and BZ and Larry and all that. So, um, but I'm in answer to your question, I just I just see this morning, are they going to build, they're going to build a new track out of the airport or something, you know. They've got a heap of land there. They're going to build, that's going to be the big new northern Training best, establishment. Or best anything. I've heard of it. But anyway, that they should be racing at Casterton. Absolutely more at Casterton. Yeah. That you know they're making it a spectacle and want people to say Casterton. I say they they've got jumps at Hamilton on Tuesday. Coleraine, they've got jumps. So it's a bit more. They could make it a bit more Western District focused and have the real zone over there. But um, oh, Packenham, no Packenham, thanks. No, it's 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 not. It's, it's no good for jumps. No good for jumps. No. no. And Yarra Valley's a bit. Oh no, Yarra Valley. Uh, it's it's like a greyhound track. I, I don't know how they get jumps around there. No, I don't think there's jumps around. I no. think it's just. I think Sale might be back on the jumps sort of program. They had a few maybe a few years ago, and then 
think Pakenham, but yeah, it's, it's going to be Western District focused, you'd think, over the next few years. Mm. But, geez, I'll tell you what, that's it's at a, I mean, good on them. They're on their knees. It's had a dead set renaissance to the sport. And all the people, Sandy McGregor, Mike Simons, all the participants, and the boys like like BZ and, and Scoot and all getting involved and buying a jumper, you know, it, it has had an absolute renaissance. The jumps, it's flying. Uh, today's show, as we said, Tommy Turbo is going to join us yeah. from MacBet. He's going to uh, join us to preview Eagle Farm. Mug's back. He's had the little uh, the sickness. So what what did I miss last week? What happened with Dallas Ann or something? Some bloody thing there. Scoot uh, sauce. Was he going tipping Dallas Ann with Scoot sauce or something? Was they have, have, a, have was, a side bet or something? What they do? Scooty's moral, and uh, he went no good. I think he, he ran fifth, just he, plotted away. He, um, I was listening to Leon in the way, and he got badly, badly galloped on that horse. Oh, okay. So he said it didn't get through to the tendon, which was the upside, but he's in the paddock, um, and he's going to you know, give him a break and hopefully be back for the spring. But that's, there was an excuse there. Walt's going to uh, have a look at Ramwick for us, and I think even the mug's chiming in there. Are you going head-to-head this week, Walt? Have you managed to find the same <laughs> race with the mug? Mate, I, I went through the meeting, to be fair, and thought Andermart stood out like absolute dog balls <laughs> as a mug moral, so I sort of tried to steer away from it, and I, I do note that it's not in his top three for the week, so he's, he's going wide of the mug, good on him, and, and I think we're sort of half overlapping each other, but not, not going head-to-head. And uh, I'll be having a look at Caulfield. But before we get into that, uh, make sure to check out Manscaped Punters. 20% off using the little birdie code there at the Manscaped store. Uh, DK and Walt have been tipping it strong for a few weeks now. So if you're not on board the Manscaped, uh, you're missing out there. So 20% off using code little birdie. Let's rip into the show, straight into Caulfield here, punters. Um, I will say off the top, there would be a bit of uh, caution with this meeting at Caulfield. Rail goes out 11 metres. Oh, the old so. wow, the old real double figure so. rail at- Caulfield, yeah. Could yeah. be uh, tough times they if you get back in the they, field. Yeah, they're, they're about 14's as wide as they go for a midweek, one yep. of those meetings. So 11's pretty wide for a Saturday. There's a lot of there's a lot of like data on rail 12. There's not actually that Is much there? data on rail 11. So that'll be sort of interesting to see how it plays. I've sort of defaulted to two horses I think uh, might sort of settle up on speed. And the first of them's in race number one, the Club Tech Golf 1,000 metre. We've got a market here. here. I, I can do the market for you here, uh, Nico. We've got... Uh, what do you got? A thousand meter race, my favourite. Thousand meter races, <laughs> don't we love them? Anyway, you about you, you two year olds, distance races. You're very versatile, Nico. Yeah, what do we got? Dexalation six. Oh, we started the favourite. What's what's the favourite? Starry Legend two sixty. Uh, we got Ashford Street, the uh, the, whiz, the, the, the the good horse from um, down at Warrnambool Way three seventy. Dexalation six fifty. What else is there? Zorro's Dream. Zorro's, that's Mitch, Mitchy, Mitchy Friedman's run on horse five fifty. Young Lame Speedster ten dollars. Uh, Tycoon Hummer and William Thomas rounded out. What are you, where are you steering, buddy? Look, I think with rail out 11, we're just going to want a horse that's going to default to on speed, and that's going to be Starry Legend. This was him leading last start. This is over 1,100 metres. So he comes back to the 1,000 here. He bolted in two starts to go over the 1,000 at Soundown, and I think they've just found out the key to this horse is prep. They just let him run. They let him run at Soundown. He absolutely killed him. They let him run here, and like if this was a 1,000 metre race, which would be to about... 100 meters. Whatever the red is, the red is mark. Yeah, Bang, yeah. he wins. 1100, I just don't think he saw it out. Um, there's Zorro's dream, key rival in the market, flashing home at him late. You'd think he's going to give him way too big a head start over 1000 meters. So McNeil's absolutely flying. He's he back in some form. I was just saying, he's, he's winning the Premier. He's going to win, he's gonna win yeah, the exactly. Premiership. I just had a look at that this morning. He's, um, yeah, so Jay Carr's behind him, but he's he's well in front. And um, he's riding, he's going, like he's going to the Poly Friday. I think he's riding for Hawks. He's riding plenty. So he's going good. Um, Sads, listen to Sads last night. Same thing. Yep, uh, didn't run, didn't see that. It's a thousand meter horse. Tick of approval, huh? You got the tick of approval. Got there the tick of Sads? approval. Very hard to beat. Very hard to beat. Uh, let fast horses be fast. It's going to run. But 
I don't reckon they. I watched the replay of Sandown. They didn't let it run that. He sort of got it to travel kindly at Sandown. I think he's just like he doesn't. I don't think he needs to go quick. He just has to get his own way. Get it, get in, get in a ring of them. But yeah. young Liam will sort of press him a bit. But he, he's Jack. I think Sad said he wants to lead. So, so they, they've been adamant this prep that they want to lead on him. So they've done that the last two, and he's run really well. So I think. Yeah. Starting out the day, it's it's going to probably where you want to be on speed with the rail out. It's going to be hard to make ground. He looks um a pretty easy start right, to start the day. You've got a good you've got a good record sort of bouncing the ball the first 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 good thing of the day from from what I can remember, Nico. So that's how we were. That's how the punters want to start. All right, the uh, the third event on the day is where we're going to go to next. What race we got here? Three, oh, Lamaros, Lamaros. Well, we play. I played up there after the uh, the, the bulldozer. Uh, that was, was a good joint. Lamaro pulled him a tina down there in Cecil Street. Up the road from the ballet, uh, we've got uh, what's this? A mile race. That's more up my alley. Know a few of these horses. You know a few of these. Know, Name seal. Oh, there's one of my very favourite horses in this. Number two, play zero. Um, where do we start? Naval Seal four sixty. Well, Naval Seal four sixty won the maiden at Piston at um, Ballarat. Oceana Blue won one one huge maiden on debut. It's four, equal four sixty. It's second up. I say there. What else we got? So we've got uh, Oriental Legend, another one of Legend Horses of Sads. Uh, hop on Harry the horse. That was Liam McDonald speaking about that on the way in. Five dollars. Uh, Chartres is a nice horse. Nine dollars. Blazero is a nice horse. Nine fifty. Your horse General Firepower was a sick beat the other day. Nine dollars. Deprivation nineteen. And uh, Kaika Shannon Chief a moment rounded out at twenty six dollars. Where are you going, Nick? Are you, you're, sti- oh, you're sticking fat. I'm tipping. Yeah, I'm sticking fat. General yeah. Firepower. We've been on him his last two and uh, sick beat here, buddy. This is a bit of a sick beat. We're going to have to look away late, but I think if he had <laughs> flash feeling too of all the horses. Uh, like- Sads, yeah, man, run us down. Sads. But yeah. I think if he got adds a similar race to what he did on this occasion on Saturday, I think he could give this race a real shake. Um, like this was his chance to win. He's in front nearly the whole straight. Flash feeling launches at him. Like that horse ran well again. Had this race on the backup last line, week. Line chase a flash feeling, isn't it? Just gets us right there in the yeah, last stride. But you'd say like this horse is absolutely flying. His last two, and now he comes to this race. Um, you know, with a potential map advantage again. I'm pretty sure Jordan Childs goes aboard, who's a very good sort of um, rider of these horses that get out on front. He is. Um, so he is. they're going to employ similar tactics. You think that's front, a positive? Good, good rates and well in front. Back to the mile. Just oh, comes sorry. back that little bit. Mickey, Mickey D goes aboard. Oh, sorry. MD. So, well, um, MD. He's, he's. There's not the massive tick there like you get with Childs, but he's in some form. MD. Um, he wrote. I think I'm on him today. I'm on him today. So hopefully uh, he can kick off all right today. MD. I just, I just thought this horse was a big price at nine dollars. Like you get it in two eighty the place. Seems good. Few, few nice horses in that race, though, but you've got those very lightly race things. Like, yeah. it's, they're, they're coming up, or it's third start in a race, Oceana Blue and Navy Seal. Jeez, it's last 200 metres the other day. Whether it can do that again. Well, there, there was just knocks with those few. I thought yeah. Naval Seal, he's only had starts on wet tracks. Um, Walt might be sort of across sort of his form in Sydney more than us, but he's. Well, he didn't have much. And he was zero. He was soft in the market the other and day. He, and then he bolted in that shorty, that. whatever it was, um, Jennifer something or whatever the thing. Jennifer it didn't Indy, the track. Or whatever it was. So, um, but geez, it's uh, let go the last two hundred. I don't know that. And then Oceana Blues eighteen hundred back to sixteen hundred. Probably going to get back on a right position. That's you weird. Be that's weird placement. That means it's sort of that's not ideal placement. No, uh, that wouldn't have been in the calendar. That got to give it a run to get it back up to two thousand something for a racing two weeks time. Well, I would I would assume she's going to Queensland. So there you go. Yeah, I think she, she might just be uh, looking for one more one. Hop on Harry's deep into the prep, sort of brings in the Alation, sort of South Australian form. But I'm not sure that form's that strong behind Alation. It wasn't a big rep. Already said he's a nice off-season horse, but he'd have to, you know, he'd have to improve to go up another level. Uh, Liam was saying this morning, he said nice horse, but no star. And there's a, there's a few here that can run well, like Blaze Zero ran well first up. But how far back is he going to get? Oriental Legend, Chartre, they're all in the game. I thought General Firepower, if he rides him like he did last start, he just puts him into the race. He's 
lead or box seat thereabouts, and he's probably going to have his chance. I thought probably one by three might be the way I back him, um, more the place and sort of the win there. But I thought he's definitely going to give us a run for our money again, and I thought nine dollars was just uh, over the odds. You probably have some idea what race is that race? Was that the race three or later? Race on? three. You yeah. have little idea of the pattern, I suppose. To see how the leaders are kicking on. Because he'll be up there. Any thoughts there, Walt? No, it was just that stable is just difficult. Talking about naval steel, like he, he's come off a heavy and then a heavy twelve where he's got gassed and then come out scratch four times, thirty two days between runs with six on him and improves eight lengths. So, um, you know, but that's a bit how it is at the moment, isn't it? And probably wasn't an eight that day at Ballarat, was it? It was a bit bit well. Psyched so. up, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I think yeah, you're right. It's it's messing with my head. These track speeds and track ratings a bit. Um, you know, I heard George Osborne say, "Oh, the horse." on that day because it was too heavy and then the track speed comes through and it sort of looks in the times and it looks drier than what the actual rating is, you know. So mm. anyway, but um, yeah, so no, it's, uh, no, it's another another variable we just got to handle, I suppose. Well, we had one yesterday. We were talking about at Sale, uh, one of the Waller favourites that had a massive sort of rating off its debut yeah, run. Well, that, well, that's, yeah, a first use, a first use of a wet track rating. And uh, it was one of the, uh, very early on at Mark Reed's, I got, told the red flags go up when you see that. And that's, I mean, that's when you do, that's what ratings is. You look, you speak to blokes who are hard on ratings and rating races. So you take that into consideration, but you also take the ability of the horses where they've run. So if you, if that, that, I pulled that race back, like I pulled it back maybe four links or five links and it wasn't enough. So even after that CL upon yesterday, I pulled it back another, went back last night and pulled it back another length or something. Yeah. Because it was just, you were just, all these horses just had massive peaks and everything you're trying to fit it and you couldn't have it going too slow because the actual times that you, you if you pot it, pot it severely, pot it. That might bite you in the ass as well. But what's happened is the the, the corporate databases have that as a fast time race. So there was a chance that yesterday because it went up six to four, it was never going to ever going to be a six to four chance. Yeah, and it was always two fifty to five dollars, wasn't it? So that's when you could sort of get an edge, you know. And they could, and, and you threw in that the uh, Quang Tree down the bottom of the weights, the two year old versus the older horses. Two, the, the market's all over them right at the moment. Lamming finally landed a fellow with the with his first, you know, a camp known for. Pulling a, not pulling a trick, but, you know, can, can get one to go. Have, and be, have a bet. Yeah. Have, yeah, they bet. It's yeah. a betting joint, you know. And th- that thing was backed and, yeah, and it's, it, went, went, it was helped by the pattern, I suppose. But um, anyway, anyway, back to where we were. Where was that? Caulfield. Caulfield. That wraps us up for Caulfield. If you want to uh, check out Punning Form Punners, a uh, sponsor here on the show, that's what me and DK were talking about, the class benchmarks there. Uh, they come in very handy sometimes. Um, big thing I've been looking at recently is... Uh, Sort of the class benchmarks relative to our last 200 and those kind of things. You compare that all throughout the meeting, sectional times, rank throughout the meeting. So if you want to uh, get into your sectional times, it's definitely the place to go, punningform.com.au. Quick break. On the other side, we'll be with uh, Tommy Turbo from MacBet to discuss all things Eagle Farm. Welcome back, punters. Here we are. Tommy Turbo's joined us. We've got Eagle Farm, three group ones or four group ones this Saturday. It's going to be a massive day of racing, of course. They're not, the... They've called it Super Saturday, though. They have like, They have labelled it Super Saturday, by the sounds of it. It's a bit rich, isn't it? Like, no. There is Super Saturday Derby Day down here with about six group ones and every good horse in the country races down here. And I, I had a flick through the fields up there. I knew about eight horses. Anyway, where you go, Turbo. No mate, it's for DK. The only Super <laughs> Saturday in Melbourne's when you're getting a plane out of the joint. <laughs> Please. Drive Please. by. Can, I, can so, I ask Tommy a question before? Obviously, that shirt's not his. It doesn't fit him. Is, is there some chance that he likes he's into big girls and he stayed over at one's place last night and he's just slotted into her shirt and got the show done? Or? <laughs> it's been a long time between drinks, mate, I'll tell you that much. So it definitely wasn't. More cushion yeah. for the pushing. Yeah, exactly. No, excuse. 
Uh, you'd think a racing charter, Annie, you wouldn't cop any any flack for what you're wearing, but here we are. What do you make of uh, Saturday Turbo? How do we think this track's going to play? That's going to be, I think, a, a key talking point throughout the week with, of course, missing the meeting. Um, what's the sort of early lead in there? Well, it depends if there's rain on the day. If there's no rain on the day, then it'll be a good for a soft five. Um, have, you looked at the, have you looked at the forecast, Tommy? Too? Yeah, I've looked at the forecast this time and there's not much. So you'd think we're racing on a good track on Saturday. That's what I like. That's what I I've led to believe. Walt, Walt can't understand that, but uh, where Gold Coast is underwater, the track's been transferred to the Poly. But this yep. beautiful new Eagle Farm track with the drainage and the nice couple of days means it's it's good five. Uh, sorry, soft five and improving. Yeah, well, it only ended up getting to a soft seven or heavy eight by the end of it. I think it was two weeks ago on Doom and Ten Thousand Day, and that's that was just because it was an absolute monsoonal on the day, um, and we've had good drying weather the last two days, so. Doombin, if we were racing there, it'd probably be um, heavy nine, heavy ten, but the beauty of Eagle Farm is we're probably going to be racing on a good four. Amazing the drainage these days with these tracks, isn't it? Like Flemington and Eagle Farm, and that's unbelievable. Yeah, they're probably two of the uh, the premier tracks that have been renovated recently, and I think it just shows, you know, the, with the modern technology, those two tracks, like remember when Flemington, the whole joint was flooded yeah. one Melbourne Cup day and it ended up being two a hours soft later, five. Yeah, yeah. So amazing. it is amazing. Um Doombin Cup Day, you've got the Queensland Derby, I think they're running as well. So there's plenty of races to get through. First race yep. we're going to look at, though, is race number seven here, punters. This is the BRC Sprint. A couple of usual suspects here. Tuxu is our favourite, right down the bottom of the weights there for Pikey. $5.50. Uh, Soxagon, $7. Buffalo River, $8.50 with the top sport market. Tycoonus, $10. Oscar Zulu, $11. Holyfield's been back, 26 into 14. Uh, I think he might be one of the top sport uh, early bets that they've taken. And then Emerald Kingdom also there at $15, the uh, Archer winner of last start. Horse we're going to have a look at here, punters, is Tycoonus, Team Waller. Take it away, Tony. Uh, yep, so Tycoonus is the one behind the leader um, in the red colours for Chatty Schofield and Chris Waller. Um, this was a pretty ordinary run, I admit, but this kind of horse, um, it's screaming a Waller setup for mine. It resumed over 1,100 metres at Hawkesbury and got the job done over Malkovich, albeit on a um, on a wet track, which probably didn't suit the Bjorn Baker runner there. But um, I think he's been targeted at the Stradbroke all along, so I can I think I can half forgive this run at Scone. Um, I think the first up run probably took a bit out of him. Um, third up, Waller, J-Mac goes on, and there looks a lot of speed in this race. Taxi will go forward with Pikey. Um, Buffalo River will be up there. Go spot in the Kiwi horse and Dawn Passage. They're all drawn wide, and I think they just have to go forward. And it's kind of looking for a midfield horse who will be coming home strong late. Um, I do concede Taxu's absolutely flying down there in um, the benchmark races down there in Sydney, but they have been on wet tracks. Um, so some um, little concern there coming to Eagle Farm to take the $4.80 with Pikey on. And I know he's riding pretty good, but leaders probably isn't half his go, especially on a horse you probably – want to be rolling pretty hard in front he's kind of one to stack them up in front and kind of um sprint home that's his style um can absolutely understand the money for holyfield i think it gets a five kilo weight swing um on i think it's dawn passage out of that archer race i was kind of happy to um look over that form though um and yeah just kind of happy to be with tycoonis who should lob midfield and be pretty strong late i really liked his um, run, I think it was at the Gold Coast Pond Isotope last, um, earlier this year at the Gold Coast. Yeah, he made a good point there with Taxu. He's, uh, most of his recent forms on wet tracks. Buffalo River's kind of the same. He's sort of best is when the, the tracks are real wet. Um, he ran well there first up at Soundown, but um, you'd think uh, the wet track racing is going life. 
What about Alligator Blood? Right down the bottom there, Turbo. First start for uh, Gaybot by the looks of things. Uh, any chance? Any chance the, uh, the no. good horse can get back to anywhere near his best? I haven't looked at any of his trials. Or they're, 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 they're good horse trainers. They're not, they ain't miracle workers, are they? Like, he's been just emptied out, hasn't he? Completely emptied out? Yeah, I think he's been emptied out. He's been he's had a very long career now, it seems like. Everything he's gone through, and he's got to do it with the top weight here. I know he's got... um. Walt Smurf on, T. Clark on, but he's got to do it from the outside gate as well. It's just a lot of things have to go his way. I know it's a pretty open race, but kind of one at $21, you're kind of happy to um, risk. What about your little horse, Blondo, that you you missed last time? You left me out of top. I forgot to tell me it was going to be winning at Gosford. It, it looks a bit of it like they're going to go hard. Taxu is a dead yep. set flat, flat track bully, like how it's favourite. Who knows? Dead set missing a zero. And... There's just so much speed and not much to run on. He just looks like he could just camp out and Larry Cassidy special weave through 20s, 20s and 20s. Yep, absolutely not hopeless as well. Um, it's just whether he can make one of those long sustained runs around the field. You kind of see all his wins um, and his best runs have kind of been sucking up the inside. Um, but, yeah, he's definitely not hopeless at 20 to 1 and you're right, like just kind of happy to bet around um, Taxu and the other one Nico mentioned being Buffalo River. I think there's definitely... Um, different conditions on Saturday for those two runners. All right, we'll move on. Race number eight is the uh, Queensland Derby here, punters. And what was talking before about potentially the worst group one in Australia, I think we may have found it here. Uh, DK's not even going to know a horse on the page here. I know, Villadin. I want a banana maiden or something. That's about it. 20 to 1 chance. Dark Destroyer is our favourite at $4.20. Paternal, $6. Pinanello, they're $7.50. Kabosh, they're $9. Global Absurd, $14. Manazi, 15, Ting Tong, 15. Ting Tong. Remember Ting Tong from the um, those, those of the British show? Ting Tong, Ting... Oh, anyway, go on. Go on. Can, Very funny. I think you're only talking to Walt there. Me and Turbo <laughs> would have absolutely no idea. Yeah, little Britain, Little Britain, Little Britain. Yeah, that was it. Ting Tong. And then uh, <laughs> Southern Stock kind of rounds him out at $16 there. Turbo, I think Allegron was supposed to go to this race, but he's been uh, not helped out there by some flight situations. So he's uh, come out there. The lead-up, obviously, is the race that Dark Destroyer and Paternal come through. Uh, is it just a two-horse race? It looks it. But if you told me before a fortnight ago that Paternal would be starting $6 in the derby, I'd said you're joking, especially when he walked into the yard. There's, there's a funny-looking horse, and there wasn't much of him. to. So for him to put in the run that he did that day, it was quite spectacular, and Bowman goes on. But thank God John McLeod's doing this race because, yeah. There weren't money. There weren't many that I wanted to get involved in. You got any uh, thoughts here, Walt? Is the I actually liked a couple that uh, it was good. One of my better efforts here. I didn't get a chance to ever look at Newcastle last week, and I, I found this Global Osbred and anything goes going up to whatever that rail like it didn't run anyway up in Brisbane. They ended up at Newcastle and ran one two. It's not legless this horse Global Osbred. He just just absolutely destroyed it two starts back. It's otherwise it probably puts four in a row together, and it's free running. Up in trip, but um, probably a horse that is on the up where most of these are just not. And uh, I do like the other horse, Anything Goes, at sort of 40s just because it's a nice horse, but it has a horrible prep. He sort of had to stop start, probably wanted to get to the AJC derby, and he's ended up here. So I think Global Osbred can run a race because I just, I'm like, I'm like Turbo, that, that's, well, Dark Destroyer was huge. Can't knock it at all. It has to be favourite. That run was, uh, you know, not like a perfect derby lead up. And um, I just couldn't find Paternal, you know, with the searchlight. So um, I'm going looking around it. Yeah, so Global Osbred, one of the Maurice breeds. Same by, um, is that Hitotsu's breed? 
Yep. That's his. Yeah. Uh, so you think he'd he'll relish getting out to twenty four hundred meters? You'd think. Yeah, he just looks strong. Like he's gone out thirteen above there the other day. Didn't come home real quick. They still ran good time. Like he's just a, a horse that thrives on the pressure, right? Just uh, I think you no know, second prep. He's a horse that's still going forward, and at least you're getting odds about him. McAvoy is a bit like you were saying with uh, Pike. He's not really known for leading. I, I think he's more of a stalker, but there's it's only one way this horse knows, and he, and he should sort of you know be told to go a length quicker than a length slow. You managed to uh, snap up any of the 50s better early in the week, Walt? I know a few people were sort of looking to have a play there and the price uh, moved without him even on. So maybe that was you just sort of chiming in in the futures. Not me, mate. I, I struggle to remember what day it is, let alone looking at Saturday and coming in knowing what race is coming up. So um, at present, I'm an absolute passenger when it comes to futures betting. Someone out there's uh, secured a good ticket. He's 50s into 14s and uh, market may sort of trend with him. Uh, race number nine, this is one of the features on the day, the Kingsford Smith Cup, Group 1 event here. Market reads with Top Sport on Trivia is our favourite, $4.40. Palele $4.40 also, so uh, they're sort of heading it off. And then out to double figures, the rest. Isotope 12, Apache Chase 13, 11, 11, 13. Alsberg 15 gets Nash. September run also there at $15 away game after being sold for... Four million. Four million. Going to go around again. Eighteen dollars, and then Brooklyn Hustle. Brooklyn there. Hustle. Brooklyn going to be money for Brooklyn Hustle again, is there? Uh, Every time. She won a similar race sort of this time last year up there in Queensland. She's eighteens, private eye eighteens, and Rothfire also eighteen dollars. So, um, plenty happening there. At least I know the, a few of these. The horses in the middle. Uh, we're going to have a look at the replay of on Trivier last start. This is her out the back. Tiaka racing colours in the orange, and uh, gave Palaly a big head start this day, Turbo. Yep. Um, try to keep this race nice and simple. Um, the Doom in 10,000 is historically the best lead-up for the Kingsford Smith Tab Cup, whatever it's called. Um, and I think on trivia was the run of the race here, um, spotting them a big head start and was really strong late. Um, the market told us that she's a quality horse. Um, it was very well backed at the death. Um, the money for it was just relentless. And I know the gate's a little bit of an issue here, but... Um, I think there should be solid enough speed up front with Apache Chase, Ellsberg, Rothfire um, up there up front for Trivia to be able to get over the top of them. Um, I was kind of interested to, I think the marker might have a tiny look at kind of a horse like September run here. Um, it's kind of the only horse with any kind of weight for age group one form and she started favourite down there in the sanction. I think her run was okay, wasn't outstanding. I know she slipped at the start, but... If I had to choose one between Brooklyn Hustle and September Run, kind of out that race, I'd be choosing September Run. But um, it looks a really, really good race. Um, and I just think in Trivia, it's just got a lot of quality and um, it's probably the only one you could say is a definite Group 1 horse in the field. I was just going to say, there was a, I'm just flicking through the run sheet before. I think he was on the right trim. There wasn't there. Oh, there might be a top sports steamer later taking the big odds September, uh, September Run, I think. Run. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see that anyway in the next segment. Where are the... Uh... Where are the uh, where are we ranking this uh, the Archer Apache Chase comes through? He was uh, all the rage sort of Queensland last year, heading towards the Stradbroke, and that is he is he in this race with a chance at thirteens or is that pen job form? Oh, I was kind of happy to be against him. A um, little bit of pen job form. I just think stepping up to weight for age with fifty nine kilos against the quality of horses that he's got going here, it's just going to be a big ask kind of to take thirteen dollars. Kind of looking at other horses um, at that price in the market, I'd rather be with eleven eleven. Then Apache Chase, to be honest, he's a pretty underrated horse. Eleven, eleven. I know. I was kind of looking through his form um, earlier this week. He's actually never really been up to weight for age or anything. He's been 
kind of cuddled by Hickman his entire career, kind of around that listed grade. But he gets the big weight drop here. He resumed at Scone with 61 kilos. I thought it was an okay run. Um, and from gate four, he'll just get the suck run for Bowman. And he um, got the job done against Apache Chase on Magic Millions Day early this year. And um, I think he gets conditions to suit on Saturday. But kind of happy to be with Entrivier, um over the rest of the field. Walt's boyfriend's back. Alsberg, any thoughts there, Walt? Uh, I was actually, it's actually the horse that I think's over the odds, just because it looks like it's just going to camp right behind, uh, you know, Rothfire or Apache Chase, whoever takes it up. He should just be right behind him. Perfect sort of setup for him, I think, like 42 days back, back in trip. I think he's a good, fresh horse. I don't think he's a miler. And I think they tried to stretch him a little bit further uh, at other times. They've wanted to get him out to 2000. I think sort of 1300 high pressures really ideal for him. So I, I don't think you'll get better than $13 too, but Entrevere dead set looked like it had a barrier trial the other day. And much as I hate backmarkers with an absolute passion, like a high pressure 1300 wide draw, you nearly think it could sit four wide with cover and round them up. Yeah. In a big field, I'm hoping just be in that running line and blending into the race at the right time. Um, I was keen to get Walt's thoughts on another race here, actually. Have you had a look at the rest of the card? I'll have a look. I'm, you know, it doesn't take me long. What we trace? All right, let's go race two. Joey, oh, twenty four hundred group three. How about you get Nico's opinion? on Nah, this one? nah, wrong one, wrong one. Steel Prince race well. six, race six, the Fred Best Classic. What do you want to know? Who do you like? Jesus Christ! I've just seen the field. I thought R and T was a huge the other day. Twenty six dollars is a big price. Uh, what are we looking at? Best, name, best, best named horse in the country. R and T. Robin Tug, yeah, Robin yep. Tug, get in Robin there. Tug. is just penned for life. If it ever beats me in a race ever again, I'm happy for it to beat me. Yeah. Uh, what Robin. about number three? Yeah, well, they've set it for the race. He's a very, very good trainer. His horses are going well, perfect draw, perfect jockey. Um, not much more you can really say. So I think it ticks all boxes that that form's held up, even though it was provincial championship form, like horse like Ranch Hands come out of it and – and really frank the form, uh, yeah, I, I'd take it very seriously in a race like this where, I again, like there's some pretty tired horses and horses not going that well, and I know that he's um, he's targeted this race. Yeah, that's it's one that really um, piqued my interest. Um, it's obviously proven against the older horses and coming back to his own age here, um, and it should be a pretty high-pressure 1,400-metre race. I know we've said that a few times today, but on these big days, they go hard in front, especially with um, Prince of Boom. Um, we know he's got the breeding issues, so they just got to let him run. And um, I think his son um, looks very well placed in a race like this. Yeah, it's hard to chime into leaders in 20 horse fields, isn't it? Especially on a big track like Eagle Farm. It's um, yeah, you know, the, the stalkers and the, the closers, even though they're they're dangerous, they're the they're the ones you usually want to find on these days. You're happy to take them on inside draws at short odds. Yep, 100. percent any uh, any comments, Zaki there, Turbo, in the Dubin Cup 2100? Uh, was there any improvement to come from the yard there last start? Looked like they may have backed off him a little. Yeah, I think um, he was very fresh that day and he was a bit soft. So he was going to take good improvement and kind of looking at, him, looking at him in the yard, you can definitely tell he's more suited on a dry track. Um, obviously, $1.40s, um, short odds. Um, he does look – obviously, I was sticking up for Polly Gray a fortnight last week, actually, but um, that was only because it was going to be on a bottomless track. Um, it's going to be a very different scenario. Um, there on Saturday. Um, well, probably stick up for a horse here called Huetel. Um, it looks very well placed. Um, 
there on Saturday now getting back onto a dry track. And who was the other one I had a small interest in? I think Great House can run a race at 30s as well. But Zaki's obviously hard to beat, but might be playing Huerta and Great House in multiples. I agree with you. The wet, the wet track certainly was in the favour of Polly Gray last week, and I was in, it, in in its corner heavily there, especially if they were going to try and hold the front or at least try and get Zaki stirred up early and not let it, you know, have every every possible chance to relax and and just walk to the front. I'm assuming that's still going to happen, but I, I am probably switching to the wetter uh, camp a little bit more because that the dry track plays into its hands, and you know, I probably. Where I was having a good crack at Polly Gray and saving on Huerta, I'd probably be backing Huerta not as confidently and having something on Polly Gray because Zaki's certainly far more, you know, suited on this sort of surface and uh, you know he, he's obviously the one to beat. But it's a good horse. Whether it might be a, might be a run short, but we're getting sort of thirteen dollars or whatever it is. All right, I think that rounds us out there, punters. Thanks, uh, thanks Turbo. Hopefully you can find the punters a few winners there this Saturday at Eagle Farm. And you can get to the little what well, they've been going to the Aussie China Kitchen there and. Uh, Back there where I found you there for Turbo, going all right there? Oh, down there. What was that? The Yumcha place where yeah. your kids were karate chopping me. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Apple right. doesn't fall far from the tree or whatever it's called. <laughs> is that, is that right. the same? Yeah, all right. See you, Turbo. Bye. <laughs> they could have a big birth or whatever her name is there, Turbo. Give her a shirt back. <laughs> yeah, I'll give her a kiss for you. Thanks. Hope. Hopefully you can find a, uh, a winner or two for the punters at home. Make sure you're betting with Top Sport this weekend, punters. Bet with the bookmaker you trust and bet with Top Sport. Quick break and we'll be back with uh, Ramwick after this. Welcome back to Bet Doctor. Time to have a look at Ramwick. No messing about here, punters. We're going to go straight to the last race. I'm going to kick us off from the first at Caulfield and uh, Walt's going to try and get us the last there. So hopefully we've got all angles covered here on the show. Race number 10. Jumping at 4.25 over the 1,100 metres. American President is our favourite here, $3.50. Uh, Queen Bellissimo, $6.50. Hulk, they're at $8. Uh, Snow Zones, 12 Garrison, 14 Never Second, 14 And Fox Fighters been 18 into $15. Horse we're going to have a look at here is American President. Well, yeah, so I think this form will work out uh, really good. I think this is, yeah, this is the run to a Thelric. So he sort of got forced back up the inside. He had every chance, but I, I think this form is just superior to anything we see from anyone else. Um, good old Joey Biden up the fence. I tried to buy him about eight times before he broke his maiden, but uh, he's on fire now. He's had 11 runs for the prep, so he's been seen more than Joey Biden lately, and he, he finds just another perfect race. He's right. Like, I, I love trying to find holes in horses that are deep into their preps. This bloke's thriving. You see through the line there. He wasn't stopping. They'd probably go over another 50. He comes back and beats a Thelric, which... Um, Puts him in good stead here. I've been told that Randwick's just completely underwater. Like, there's no way it wouldn't matter if, you know, we got 40 degree days between now and Saturday. It's going to be pretty, pretty rain affected. So, coming to the last, you, this horse is just a, a roundup specialist, got good speed in the race. The only query is Reese Jones. He's a sort of jockey you can get a 10 out of 10 from or a minus 65. And really, there's not a lot in between. But this horse looks to pretty much ride itself. Like, it should be midfield at best and wide. Pull to the outside, and and it's there's either fast horses or one paced horses in front of him, and I think he'll round them up. The only horse I'm a little bit scared of, and don't mind being scared of him when they're sort of eighteen dollars as Fox Fighter. He finally draws sort of a middle gate and gets a race where he can get back, relax, and run on. I'll be having something on him too at sort of sixteen dollars, but I think American President's just flummed an absolutely perfect um, a perfect race. As if you can pick holes in all the other. The other chances form, whether it be inside draws, one paced, or there's just a bit too much speed for them and they're looking for a bit further. So I think it's just a perfect sit and sprint for 
Joey Biden. We saw him in his uh, in his wins prior to that run last day. He's sort of getting to the outside of horses and uh, letting down. Do you think that will be uh, a tick there for him there on Saturday, getting back to the outside of runners from barrier number eight? Massively, massively. And, I, and you know, there's every chance he runs to the outside fence and hopefully old mate just holds on. But, um, yeah, he was very tractable there the other day. I think he's learning all the time. I think he's improving all the time. And, he's you know, he's not quite at the Shelby 66 level of of madness that he's, he's going to new heights, but he's just you know, constantly creeping up his rating. Uh, I'm not a big ratings person, but it's just a good sign for a horse that's deep into their prep to be at least holding and increasing their form. And he just seems to be learning. So, um, you know, I can't, I just can't. If Bowman was on, I couldn't see it getting beat. All right. American president there in uh, race number 10. If you want to uh, catch more of Walt's action, head to Racing Watch and uh, get involved there for uh, some uh, more Randwick tips and uh, sets and that from the like. And uh, I know Scoot's always talking about this, discord chat so i imagine there's uh plenty happening in there so if you want to get involved head to racingwatch.com.au and uh get Walt's analysis there the mug's back he's got three tips for us this week punters so uh tune in hi guys the mug is back this week after his week off with the flu with the mugs moral this week we are back at headquarters at ramwick still racing on wet tracks in sydney but we just got to battle through them and get through them, and we'll get a dry track someday in the future, we wish. So the mug's moral this week is in race three, number seven, and we danced. This horse has been unlucky most starts. Last start, it jumped at Scone, was a solid in defeat, chasing Andrew Dude's image, who just kicked and ran home. It looks like it'd be midfield off pace in a good position. Barrier 1 drops 0.5 kgs. Barrier 1, what else can I say about it? And also, the mug likes another two things. Randwick race 2, Owen County should be winning. Got in a bad spot last start. Blinkers on. Barrier 3 drops. Um, goes up a kilo. Good barrier, good trainer over this distance with two-year-olds. Should be winning Owen County. And in the last, the mug likes race 10, number seven, American president. Oh, this thing should have won last start. It went through the narrowest gap. It should have won. The mug was on it at a decent price. Dropped one kilo from last start. Loves the wet tracks, four starts for four wins. Loves the distance, loves the track. So, boys, the mug's moral this week is race two. I mean, race three, number seven. And the other two things the mug likes is race two, number two, and race ten, number seven. Good luck. And what does the mug say when we find a winner? Go find your bookie. Good luck. And we'll be back with Rose Hill next week. In the, uh, in the mid-bet merch. Mate, yeah, can, you, uh, Mate. can we get someone to take his temperature and make sure he's still not got COVID? <laughs> I'm going to get more messages about that now. If you can, uh, we've if you can created a monster, the mug. Three tips now. Three, three tips. tips. So there are a few. I, I do. So Anwy Dance is one of my favourite horses. I've knocked off probably more money on it in the last six months since it got here than most. Uh, I thought it looked like a superstar when it came here, but it's got a bit of a pea heart. And that track has sort of been well publicised as it was. They put an eight, I think. It was probably somewhere in between. 
it's going and it, and at ripped home I was sort of fast last eight and six there at um at, at scone so your saturday drawn back and inside it's probably going to be last defense and you're taking two dollars fifty i'll be very careful with Envy dance i'm not saying it can't win it's probably the horse to beat but just be careful of it um in that race, I think it's a bit more open. I agree with his two-year-old. I think Owen County's a nice horse. I love the blinkers on four weeks. Good, good stable coming out of the right race. He can run well, and we're getting you know good odds about it. And uh, I think he's yeah. I don't know what he was seeing in the last, and it should have won. It, it dashed away. It sort of got it went past the Ethelric had the best run you've ever seen. And anyway, go the mug. Self-interest, should have been you. He was watching it every inch of the way. He knew. Might be uh, time to take a Muggs multi. Maybe Owen County the place into the other two that win. Oh, here, it all. here we start the Muggs multi with the Muggs morals. Look out. Oh, all right. Might Good have, luck, Mug. If he's going to take multis now, he might have to uh, sharpen up that segment or he's going to take up the whole show there, the <laughs> Mug. Um, let's look at the top spot big bets early in the week. Uh, this is where the early money is heading to. Race five, horse number nine, Awapuni Princess, three hundred at fourteens there. So the old, the old uh, flashing light early market. Yeah, unlucky run punters, they can't help themselves. It, it may just st- got to jump on straight away. It They've been start. unlucky last start. Soon as the market's got, we have to back him. It may start fourteens with uh, her racing pattern. That looks a very deep race. Race, yeah, she race four and race five look impossible there. She, at um, yeah, she's get back run on. She gets the luck. She's there. The boy, that's the boys. Get that boys from New Zealand source. Yep. Boys get paid or whatever that syndicate the boys is over. Uh, race one, number eight, Lady Patricia there at Ramwick, 200 at 17s. Any thoughts there, Walt? Uh, yeah, I can't knock it at the price. It's, um, hang on, let me just check. I think it's, uh, da, 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 da. stable's actually going quite well, selling off quite a few too, too good. Yeah, second up. So it, it, it'll improve off that run. I'm not sure about every track at inside draw for it either, but, you know, $13 in a, in a pretty open race. There's a, there's a few chances. There's a horse down the bottom there that goes really nicely. Um, may not be its day. I've been trying, keep an eye on it for the future. Went like a rocket there first up the other day. And uh, again, Reese Jones on the favourite that I was found there last up, Dramatist, and he sort of sat 27 wide, no cover. It, it'll be hard to beat if he gives it a half decent rod. And then uh, Eagle Farm, we round out there with the uh, the early money. Race number seven, horse number 14, Holyfield, 200 at $16. Turbo was given that horse bit of a chance yeah. there. So, it's, so it's, Walt, it's coming out of air. They go with that Rocky race. That big, uh, was it half a million dollar race and they had something up at Rocky? Yeah. It, it looked like a one goal for Apache Chase, the way they sort of, um, it looked like they completely controlled it. I think Dawn Passage sat outside it and they looked home for your life and poor old Ashley Butler rode the winner, Emerald Kingdom, then got King hit in the toilets that night and oh, hasn't ridden since. But uh, they, they come oh, home geez. quite quick and ran, you know, decent time. But how do you sort of line up? How many, you know, top class races would there have been at, Rockhampton yeah. in the last thousand years, so it's, it's. I don't think it's a high quality race, and I think you know that the ratings might come out a bit strong there, considering they've they've run fast time. But it, what are they comparing it against? And September run, the other one there that we mentioned oh, earlier, two hundred at eighteen. Yep. I think she's tightened in from that quote. So Do you think uh, she run thirteen hundred? Oh, I'd be suspect. I yeah. think her best is probably eleven twelve hundred. Yeah, I think uh, twelve hundred probably just sees her out, but. She's she's hitting the line strong in her races, so maybe that's uh, as an older mare, she may be looking for a bit further. But I don't know. I'd prob- I'd be leaning to against, but uh, at fifteen dollars, and I suppose the eighteen, the punter secured there might be uh, something to have a crack at. And the right um, camp, right, to be just sort of stretching them that extra hundred, they can get it quite often. Team Waller, our man, he can do anything. Chris uh, Philsberg was found last week at the double figure odds there for the uh, the top sport big bets. So uh, make sure you follow in to get anything. DK. Yep. <clears throat> Big day for you today. A couple, uh, couple of live ones there. So yes, I'm betting at uh, oh, Kilmore. And uh, first, I'm not betting now. I'll watch the first meeting as I have done with the pack, back Ballarat. And it's been significant to watch because there's been some patterns and domination by 
particularly Jay Allen and Tony McAvoy at the Ballarat uh, one, but I'll just have a look at the poly tonight, the first meeting, get a handle for it, which I find is better. Just, just to, You've got to get in the mindset of these. They're different. You know, it's all about momentum, and they race completely differently to the turf. So I just find that. But I've got uh, maybe Wodonga and Mildura and something on the weekend, so a couple of my joints. So hopefully, And you can... had a bit of luck last year on the poly. Once you, I think once you can figure out and learn yeah. it and think, you know, this horse is going to get the right one, momentum, good jockeys, I think, really come into play on the poly track yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, a horse, I remember back in a horce like Cardinal Gem there, you know, got the money for us in a maiden. Yep. He had, Graham Beck took him to pol- uh, pack him, then... He was unlucky, and I backed him at. Uh, we tipped him and backed him at Ballarat, and he got the money. So a nice horse like that. So just to be patient and find them. And um, as we can see now, the two-year-olds are all um, are all uh, uh, will be well placed in the next six weeks in their maidens as well. How's the uh, How's the coaching going deep into the footy season? Well, well, yeah, we the boy they made the, they're improved. We got thrown in the top division, so we we um, we look. We play Keel and Mickey McGuan's, um joint. They're a big club, huge juniors and everything. And our boys did a terrific job. We only got beaten by. A goal or something on the weekend. So um, now we're playing Aberfeldy this week, which is another top side. But no, just watching the boys improve, mate. I love it. So um, a good good group of young kids. Yep. Any yeah. uh, any bowling competitions for you this weekend, Walt? And I missed last week because of a four car pileup. So I'm I'm keen as to go this week. And my my coach had went down with COVID on Monday. She's out this week. Oh, it's just a, my preparation's no good. So I might just be up there for a, a soft run tonight and and sort of improve. Yeah, again, I've got to find something new to target, but uh, I do. I'm a bit envious of DK. My my seven year old, if he if he gets hit by a moth, he's, he he goes down. So I'm waiting for the three year old to come through to a, a sporting age where we can do a bit of contact sport. But um, Harvey's more of a, a shadow boxer. Maybe be a bowler like his dad. That's it. I think that's it. And I, and, and funnily enough, uh, Tristan Merlihan, keen bowler. Ooh, there you go. Something there. Maybe we have to get like a. A Tristan v. Walt face-off. Oh, stream. Put in the betting banks. You can be Team Tristan, can we Team put Walt. on the bowling? Up there at the uh, the bowling alley. You may even have to get in your mates there that you photoed with the other day. They might it's, be sort of your it's, team. It's big in this. Do they bet on it in the States, Walt? Do you know? It's, it's big over there. You, you yeah. can bet on it for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, um, yeah, especially now that it's sort of legal in a few states over there. But it's, yeah, it's a bit more mainstream. But it is a good betting proposition because, you know, a bit of luck goes into it. Plus, you know, there's, uh, uh, you know, like lane conditions and things. It's a... It is an interesting sport to get into if you like betting. It's it's a bit more interesting than darts and things. But we do have the senior darts tournament this week as well. You know, it's all happening. It's all happening in the world, all around the world. We just just keep betting. I'm sure you can find a lot of those markets with top sport punters. Make sure you tune into Punting Form as well uh, for all your sectionals and then Manscaped, the other sponsor of the show. Big weekend coming up of sports. So make sure you check out uh, Friday Lines and the last shot, the NBA show. It's starting to really heat up the NBA. So make sure you're tuning into those on YouTube as well. Thanks, DK. Thanks, Walt. Yeah, I've had my... I've, yeah, all those people complaining that I don't say much. I've, I've absolutely a thousandth my quota today. So I've, I've played in the next couple today. of weeks when I'm quiet again, please, no more emails and things complaining, please. Mate, 97.83% of them were, were positive comments too that uh, you've made today. So that's that's blown your uh, average out of the water as well. You're on fire. Hopefully you can find a, uh, a few winners for the DK White subs. Uh, thanks for tuning in, punters, and hopefully a few winners over the weekend. Good luck.